This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hegestilianos. As a teaching pastor for almost 30 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. The Bible tells us that without faith, it is impossible to please God. In the opening days of this powerful eight-day instruction, simply called faith, Pastor speaks of his five cylinders of faith and the great saints who succeeded by exercising this amazing gift. We see that the faith walk was never meant to be a cakewalk, but rather a lifestyle that simply set their faith in motion. In his closing sessions, we are introduced to some of the Bible's great faith walkers with evidence that they certainly understood what God meant by the just shall live by faith, believing the word, proclaiming it, doing it, and patiently waiting for it to come to pass. Let's now hear more of Pastor Ray's message about the power and truth of that simple faith. Faith has something that stands alongside it that goes with it, and it's called patience. And this is where a lot of people lose it. Because you may, you may start off in faith. You're, you know it. You believe it. You're saying it. You're doing it. But what happens is when things don't change in two days, you're ready to quit and give up and throw in the towel and walk away from it. I mean, you know, except along the way, I've had many opportunities to want to quit and give up and throw in the towel. I had to push through those times. I had to continue patiently enduring patiently standing on the word of God. Say, God, I don't know why I'm here. Don't know how this happened. Don't know what got me here. But Lord, I am just, I am just focused on, on patiently enduring until I get to the other side of this because I believe your word. I know it. I believe it. I'm confessing it. I'm doing everything that I know to do. And therefore the rest is left to you. And I will patiently endure until that promise becomes a reality in my life. until that becomes a reality in my life. So he says, so he says, now, now, now read it with me. He said, let's read it again, that you do not become sluggish or lazy. In other words, you're supposed to be on top of your game. You're supposed to be following. You're supposed to be imitating. In other words, you're supposed to be doing something. You know, you know when we were kids, we used to play, play Simon Says? Simon Says, do this. And you're supposed to do it, right? Simon Says, do this. And you do it. Simon says, do this, and you do it. You, know, you try to mess up your, the people that are following you. Well, that's imitating. That's imitating, right? A leader does something, and then you do it. Now, now I've lived my life as a leader in the body of Christ, try my best to, to do the right things and to give you the right example in the hopes that you're going to catch it and start imitating what I'm doing. Because if you'll imitate what I'm doing, you'll end up with what I have. That's what I did in my life when I first started, uh, when I first connected with Fred Price. I would just watch him, father, I call him the father of my faith, uh, my father in the faith. And I would just watch him, I'd listen to him, and I'd see what he was doing, and he would tell his testimony. That's why I love to tell my testimonies of how I got to where I am, and what, how, you know, what I've done. And, and because I hope, hoping that, not to brag, but hoping that it's going to stimulate somebody to act and to do you know, the example that I'm laying down because I want everybody to, to walk in the blessings that I'm walking in. 
So, so, so one of the things, you know, I heard Apostle Price, you know, give all his, and I would start to imitate that. But underlying, I realized that it just didn't take faith. It took a whole lot of patience to get you where you wanted to go. Because he talked about his struggles, about the difficult times and the challenges that he had along the way. I've heard other ministers do the same thing. Let me tell you this. You see a man or a woman of God, whoever it be, whether it be a minister or not, somebody just, you know, regular person, whatever it be, you see a person walking in the promises of God. Let me tell you what. Not only did that person have faith, but that person had a lot of patience to get to where they are. A lot of patience. Because faith alone is not going to get you to where you want to go. Faith alone is not going to get the promises operating. Because you can sabotage your faith if you lack patience. Because it says here, be imitators of those who through faith and patience are inheriting the promises of God or have inherited the promises of God. So sometimes, you know, you may hit that dry season. It may, sometimes it may seem like an eternity that nothing's happening. And I've been through those seasons and those times. But really that's, that, can I, can I just be honest with you? Can we be frank? That, those are really the seasons where your faith is really being tested. To see if it really is faith or if this is just a fantasy. Did I really say that? Is this really faith or is this a fantasy in your mind? Because true faith is, is, is just going to hold its ground. True faith is just going to keep enduring. True faith is going to push through to the other end. We have too many quitters in the body of Christ. Too many people that are in it, but I don't think they're really in it. I think they're in it for what they can get. And they're not in it because they're in it no matter what. Now, now get, don't get me wrong. We do get something. You use your faith and your faith will be rewarded. Whatever you believe God for is a, can be a reality in your life. But you're going to have to use patience every step of the way. You can't be a revolving door Christian. You can't be an up and down Christian. You know, Christians come in and it's like, like, like they're going to a shoe store. They try it on for a while. They try on every pair in the shoe store and then they leave. They go try the shoes somewhere else. You, 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 you have to be committed. You have to, you have to endure. Be imitators of those who through faith and patience are inheriting the promises of God. And I've seen too many people quit and give up just before uh, the blessing was about to break hold in their life. Why? Because they couldn't endure. Because they, <laughs> they got ants in their pants. And they think they know better than God. And they want to move the hand of God instead of allowing God to move his hand divinely in their behalf. Am I speaking to anybody in this house? So, you know, I mean, it's like people I've talked to today. Well, Pastor, you know, I, I've been doing this tithing thing and, 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 and I've been doing it for, you know, six weeks and, and nothing's changed. Well, dear God, you've been robbing God for the last 40 years. And now all of a sudden you expect in six weeks that everything's just going to be all right. Did you ever think that God maybe is, you know, testing your faith to see if you're really in this because you're in it because you know it, you believe it, you're confessing it, and now you're doing it. Do you think God's not a roulette, you know, wheel or, or, or a, a one-armed bandit? You throw money in it expecting something to come out of it. That's not how it works. You're in it because you're in it. You're in it because you believe. You're in it because you love God. You're in it because you know that this is going to work because God... God is not a man that he shall lie, that he will honor his word in your life. 
but you're going to have to be patient every step of the way. Am I speaking to anybody in this house? You're going to have to be patient. All right, so let's, let's keep reading. Uh, got a few more minutes for me? All right, so let's go to verse 13. He said, for when God made a promise to Abraham, and you know what the promise was to Abraham, right? For, for, for our new Bible students, Abraham was promised a, a child, a son. But when he was promised a son, he was 100 years old. And his wife, Sari, Sarah, was 90. When a 100-year-old and a 90-year-old get together to have children, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Not in the natural, it doesn't work. But God made a promise. God made a promise and he believed. See, that's how I see, I mean, that's, that's, that's a message for another time. But yeah, you got to believe God for the impossible, man. Things sometimes, something may seem impossible, but you start honing your faith. You start using your faith. You'll see impossible things become really possible. You'll see impossible things become possible because your faith is activated. Your faith is working. And that's what you approach God with. All right. So it says that when God made a promise to Abraham, because he could not swear by no one greater, he swore by himself saying, surely blessing, I will bless you and multiplying, I will multiply you. And listen to verse 15, because this is what the promise was given. But listen to what verse 15 says. And so after he, that would be Abraham, had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. He patiently endured, he obtained the promise. I want you to underline that, circle it, highlight it, whatever you've got. Get your pencil on it, your eyebrow pencil, mascara, whatever you got. Put it on the promise so that you highlight it and you'll never forget it. That after he patiently endured, he obtained the promise. He didn't get the promise right away. He had to patiently endure. The children of Israel, when they were promised to be taken by Moses, taken out of Egypt into the promised land, God gave them a promise. Here, I like to say it this way. God gave them a vision. He gave them a man. Gave them the encouragement, gave them everything they needed, gave them signs, wonders, and miracles to prove to them that he, he had a better place for them. He had a promised land. But because of their lack of faith, because they didn't endure against the opposition that came against them, they abandoned their faith and they never got into the promised land. Only Caleb and Joshua, who were the ones who stood up and said, yes, we can do this. They, they, they not only knew it, they not only believed it, they not only confessed it, but they were actually doing it. They were ready and prepared to, to face off the giants and do whatever they had to do. They said, because God said, because God said, because God said. And that's, that's complete faith. And they patiently, persistently endured. You, you're never going to get to see the promises of God operating and functioning in your life. You're never going to see a faith that's going to be robust and a faith that's going to produce results in your life until you have these five cylinders of faith operating. Let's say it together. Know it. Believe it. Say it. Do it. Have patience. You got to have patience. Patience is the glue that holds your faith together. They're kissing cousins, just like salt and pepper. They go together. Just like a horse and carriage, they go together. They need each other to operate. And without patience operating in your life, you will never see the fulfillment of your faith, right? 
So I, I say maybe some, maybe some of you here today, you're ready to quit. You're ready to give up. You're ready to throw in the towel because the warfare has been great. The challenges have been great. You know, maybe, maybe you've been walking this life of faith for a while and you haven't seen anything. You're in a dry season. Maybe in a I say to you, don't give up now. You're closer to your dream and reality, the reality of your vision and dream than you were when you first started. Why would you quit now? You've been walking this out by faith. Don't, don't quit now. Keep on going. Keep on going. Keep on going. Don't, don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. Let me give you another verse here that I think will be uh, very helpful to you. I love this verse, Psalm 4610. Ready? You all know it, 4610. Be still and know that I am God. Love it. Talk about patience. Just be still. In other words, rest. Just take your rest. You're, you've done everything you know to do. You know it. You believe it. You can test it. You're doing it. Now just rest. Be patient. Be still and know that I am God. In other words, he's God over your situation. He's God over your health. He's God over your money. He's God over your children. He's God over your future. He's God over everything that concerns your life. So be still and know that he is God. He's going he's gonna to turn around. It's going to be all right. You know, when I get up here, so I say, I had a little talk with Jesus. He told me to tell you, everything's going to be all right. Why? Because I know, I know my God and everything will be. Just be still and know that he is God. So every day, put your life back into God's hands. Every day. You're, you know the word. Say, Lord, I know. You, you know. Whatever it is that you're believing for, your word says it. Lord, I believe it. I'm confessing it in line with your word. And I'm doing whatever your word tells me. Where the word tells you to give, give. Where the, Lord, where the word tells you to forgive, forgive. Where the word tells you to love, love. Where the word tells you to use wisdom or seek God's wisdom, seek his wisdom. In other words, wherever you get instructions from God's word, put it into operation. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Turn to somebody and say, do it. Just do it, do it, do it. See, do it. And then, and then after you've done that, then just patiently endure. Just be patient until it all works out. All right, let me give you these verses, then we're going we're gonna to go home, all right? Um, um, Hebrews 10, 36. You're in the book of Hebrews if you want to flip over there, or you should be in the book of Hebrews 10, 36. He says, and, uh, well, let's go to the, the verse 35. He says, do not cast away your confidence, which has great reward. Don't, don't give up your confidence. When, you, when, when you're believing God, when you're using your faith, when you're giving, have confidence in the word that as a man sows, so shall he reap. Whatever you're giving, whether it be money or love or time or, or whatever, whatever you're sowing, because it goes way beyond money, whatever it is that you're sowing, just know that, that I'm going to do it confidently, knowing that this is going to produce results in my life. Am I speaking to anybody? Does that mean anything to you? All right. So do not cast away your confidence, which has great reward. Be confident in the word of God. For you have need of endurance. You have need of what? What's endurance mean? It's just another word for patience. It's just another word for patience. You have need of endurance so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. You have need of endurance so that after you have done the will of God... And the will is his word, and the word is his will. So as I'm acting in concert with the word of God and doing what God requires of me from the word, as I'm doing the word, I'm doing his will. So he said, you have need of endurance so that after you've done the will of God, that doesn't mean do it one time. Did you all hear me back there or do I have to come here? And... 
he didn't say do it one time. He said after you've done the will of God, done and done it again and do it again and do it again and do it again. Right? One who continues in the word and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer, a doer, a continual doer of the work. This one will be blessed in everything that he does. Well, here it is again and just saying it a different way. He just says, after you've done the will of God, you may receive the promise. After you have done and you keep on doing the will of God, you'll receive the promise. You can't tithe one time and think you're going to get, you know, like a one-armed bandit, put in the money and ding, 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 and it's all going to come out. You have to do it and keep on doing it. You have to keep, keep giving and keep sowing and keep believing and keep confessing and just keep on moving on. Same thing with your healing and, and, and believing God for that or divine for whatever it is. Wherever you're using the word, you have to keep on doing it. He said, let me read it again. Don't cast away your confidence, which has great reward, for you have need of endurance. He's telling you what you need. He says, and, and I think the reason why God is telling you you have need of endurance here is because he knows that one of the biggest problems in a man's life is that we just don't endure we're just not patient. Am I speaking to anybody in this nice little church this morning? We're just not patient. We're like, ah, I got to have it now. Got to do it now. Ah, this stuff doesn't work. And you go off and you do it on your own. And you make a bigger mess. Am I speaking right? Am I telling the truth? You have need of endurance. You need to hold your ground. What's the verse in Ephesians? It says, after you've done all to stand, what are you supposed to do? Fall apart? No. I hate when people tell me, that, oh, I've done everything. I don't know what else to do. Well, I got a word for you from the book of Ephesians. After you've done all to stand, stand therefore. Buckle up. Get your armor in place. Get ready to endure a little bit. Oh, I don't know. I've done this. I've done that. You just want to hear yourself complain. You want to blow steam on everybody. That's not going to get you anywhere. He said, patiently endure. After you've done all to stand, stand. After you've done the will of God, you have need of endurance. So that after you've done the will of God, you will receive the promise just like God said. You've got to hold the promise in the midst of your heart. You've got to hold it before your face every day. Whatever it is you're believing for, you've got to let it be out there before you. And every day, you know, it, it, sometimes it may seem like the horse going after the carrot. He just can't get the carrot because the carrot is just, just so far away that he can't reach it. But one day, God's going to take that carrot and push it right in your face. Just like that. Whoop. You know what I'm talking about. That's a silly analogy, but it makes the point. You have to endure. You can't quit. You got to keep on going. All right. Let me give you one more verse. I told you that a minute ago, but I lied. <laughs> Luke 8.15. And this is when Jesus is talking about the four kinds of seed that were sown upon the soil. And he, he identified one as being good ground. And in Luke's Gospel, chapter 8.15, seed meaning the seed of God's Word, he says it this way. He said, but the ones that fell on good ground are those who, listen, who having heard the Word with a noble and good heart keep it, ready, and bear fruit with patience. Fruit is going to come with patience. The promises of God becoming a reality in your life are going only come with great patience. If you don't have patience, then forget about it. It's never going to happen. I got to give you this last scripture, and I, re I really mean it. Romans 8, 25. But if we hope for what we do not see, ready, we eagerly wait for it with perseverance. What's perseverance? Patience. 
So let me read that again, Romans 8, 25. But if we hope for what we do not see, or using our faith for what we do not see, because remember, faith, faith is, it isn't faith if you see it and have it. Faith, you use faith for the things that you don't have and you don't see, right? So he said, if we hope for what we do not see, if we're using our faith, we eagerly wait for it with patience. So how are we supposed to wait for the fulfillment of the promises to become a reality in our life? Patiently. Everybody say patiently. I'll give you one more verse and I'm not lying anymore after this. <laughs> Galatians chapter 6, verse 9. Things are so good. Come on. Are you with me this morning? Is this helping anybody? All right. Galatians chapter 6, verse 9 and 10. And let us not grow weary while doing good. Ready? Now this is what a lot of people don't like. For in due season... We will reap if we do not lose heart. And that's just another way of saying if we do not quit, if we do not lose our patience, if we do not lose our courage, our confidence in the things of God. He said, let us not grow weary while we're doing good for in due season. God has a due season for you. I don't know when it is. You don't know when it is. As a matter of fact, that's none of your darn business. It's none of your business. Your business is to know it is to believe it, is to say it, is to do it, and then to have patience for it. Come on, somebody in this house. That's your business. God will bring it about when God is ready to bring it about. You don't know. I don't know. Nobody knows. Don't let anybody tell you they know. I'm to just patiently, persistently move forward, looking at the promise before me, trusting and believing that it is going to come to pass. And if it happens today, tomorrow, next week, next month, a year from now, five years from now, ten years from now, is not my concern. And if you hold on and you keep on going, that's the proof of your faith. Come on, somebody, let's stand up. That's the proof of your faith. I'm tired of people talking it. Man, I want to see action. I want to see you do it, and I want to see you do it when it's easy, and I want to see you do it when it's hard. I want to see you do it on a sunny day, and I want to see you do it on a cloudy, rainy day. I want to see you do it when, it, when, when everything is falling into place, and I also want to see you do it when everything is falling apart. Come on. That's true faith. That's what faith is. Woo! Glory to God. Hallelujah. I got to take my hanky and just wave it around a few times. Because that's what faith is. Glory to God. That's what faith is. You got to endure. You got to persist. You you, got to say, I will not be denied. I refuse to be denied because this is the promise of God. This is his word to me. So let's say these things and then we'll get out of here. Say, I got to know it. Got to believe it. Got to say it. Got to do it. And then I must be patient. Come on, put your hands together and give God the glory. Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. 
If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. If you simply want to sow a gift into the work of the MTC Radio Ministry, go to livingwordchurch.org and click on the Give Online Radio Ministry tab. Or send your check to MTC PO Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Pastor Ray invites you to visit Living Word Church in person or via their weekly live stream broadcast Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. But before we go, here's a final word from Pastor Ray. This is Pastor Ray Hegistilianos. It's always a privilege to share the life-saving, life-changing Word of God with you, our listeners. And today, as always, I trust that these messages are impacting your life in a very positive way. Remember that as life's challenges come, we are more than conquerors. This has been More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray Hegistilianos and is provided by Living Word Christian Church, White Plains, New York.